Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode four of LARPcast. Thank you very much for listening. This is an audio cast this time instead of a video. We might throw up some pictures, however, so we can put it on YouTube. Lots of stuff has happened this week. Uh, really excited to talk about it. And we really want to... Um, gosh, there's just so much happening right now. And with LARPcraft, the systems are growing and... Uh, Man, let's just get into it, I guess. First off, I wanted to bring up that the LARPcraft YouTube channel has reached and went over a million views. This is awesome. Like, totally awesome. We have spent a lot of time putting together video reviews, action-adventure videos. A lot of them aren't good, but there's something. And... We're trying to increase our uh, professionalism when we're doing these, and it's really, really cool to see the amount of people who are involved. Um, it's just breathtaking. Big hats off to Ronan, uh, Will Fox, who painstakingly went in front of the camera over hundreds of videos when I asked him to. Um, yeah, it's Cool, man. Just cool to see how many people are responding, asking questions on the YouTube channel and how many people we actually get in LARPcraft just from people watching. And because we're posting, you know, we're not always about the super high Hollywood kind of stuff. We, you know, a lot of our videos are just most of our videos. In fact, pretty much all of our videos are down to earth, you know, not high gloss, if you will, videos that show the stuff that we're trying to trying to talk about and really put stuff on the ground. We don't try to make productions. We don't try to put together crowdsource funding to put together productions or any of that stuff. We're gamers and we're playing the game out, you know, as, as everybody else is. And that, that's just what we're reporting on. Equipment and stuff is really important to us and we really don't want to see people getting ripped off. So we do a lot of product review videos on things that we'd like to one that we like and some things that we don't like. You know, there are some things on Amazon, some really cheap stuff that we did reviews on just because yeah, it's it was terrible. So you know, just really neat stuff uh happening. I think all the Viewers, all the listeners, you know, everybody who's playing the game systems, thank you very much for participating, watching, listening, uh, getting involved. It's just amazing. And most people don't do these types of videos, and a lot of people don't do these, you know, it just, people don't understand. It takes hours and hours of editing and scoring and putting videos together in a somewhat decent order. You see a lot of crap videos out there about LARP and, or they're super high quality, but then you only see one or two, or it's such a big production to make. We run by the 80-20 rule of, uh, you know, we want to just get it out there. And I'd rather produce five videos that take, you know, one or two hours each over one video that takes a week because who A has that much time. Because then you have to pay people and there's no money in this to do that. Or, and, oh yeah, and we got some ads on like YouTube channel and stuff. People are thinking, oh, they're breaking in the big bucks. Um, yeah, 
like not even a meal's worth a month. You can't even like go out to eat on that kind of monetization. So uh, we're not talking big dollars here. And, you know, we want to, you know, keep it that way. We do have it on though, because it helps pay for some little things. So um, people just kind of, you know, at first we didn't have any ads on anything and that was really the way we preferred it. But yeah, really cool stuff. Over a million views. Check it out. YouTube slash LARPcraft or user LARPcraft, whatever. And um, get involved. We've got some playlists going and that kind of stuff. This video or audio cast is even on there by itself. So, yeah. Another big thing. Uh, let's see. What do we got? We got um, big news for the uh, Tyrandale. And now we have a new colony. Let me just click in there. Meadow Mirror something, I think, is what it's called. Basically, we had a colony split because the colony area was so huge that the, and I'm just clicking in and making sure my notes are correct, but we had a, a part of a colony that wanted to break off from the original colony, and they did it in a civil way. And because the area was so big, they figured uh, Meadowmere Colony in Springfield, Missouri, and Tyrandale Colony in Wheaton, Missouri. One was taking more of a southern turn and getting uh, people involved in uh, southwestern Missouri, but then also Arkansas and related. And then the group from um, up in Springfield, if they had to go to the games, a lot of them are traveling over an hour just to go to some of this stuff. And they wanted to go and the players want to go. But it was becoming such a huge drive that it was actually uh, possibly being a detriment to some players because all this stuff wasn't happening the way that they thought. So some of the groups from the uh, from Springfield and Tyrandale, they talked. They tried to figure out some way to split it so that way they could attend big games because they're all part of a region called uh, Duenfell. Dunfell? Duenfell? Yeah, Duenfell. And that's kind of like the, if you go to the LARP map, on LARPcraft.com, Missing Legend, and then there's something called Missing Legends Locations. Uh, that will take you to where, like, the heart of this this region is. It's the largest region in the world for LARPcraft right now because it's in the plains, and they need it to be that big to get the people that they need. You'll look at other colonies like Norhaven and the Hollows and such. they got a much denser population base, so their actual regions aren't so big because they don't need to be because they got the people. But, you know, we got them set up now, the um, Meadowmere Colony, run by the character named Book. And um, there's reasons she changed her name to a name of the gods. So if you see people in the LARPcraft game system with one name, without a last name or where they're from or whatever, uh, that's the uh, name of the gods that they, they, they picked up as a character profile addition. And... Again, most of it's related to lore, usually, when they do that. The So, yeah, we, we wish them luck. And Tyrandale has a lot of cool stuff happening, too. They're in the colleges, and they're actually setting up settlements. So their colony is still really large. And the uh, the people that are in the uh, in the colony, they want to host, you know, practices and games and such. So the elders have kind of, like, taken the corners of the colony and set up settlements, which is a really cool idea to have little settlements and then they host mini games or, you know, 
smaller type events, crafting sessions, that sort of thing, when you don't want to drive an hour or you know, 40 minutes or 20 minutes, even if you just want to have it in your local city, that's a way to work in a colony so that little things are happening between the big games. So uh, Inland Waters, where I'm at, we may even start doing that too, because there's some people who could host games or practice sessions or, you know, crafting stuff. And basically we just make them sure that they're make them sure. Yeah. I'm talking like Jar Jar Binks or something, but we want to make sure that they have a, you know, elder status to make sure that somebody's hosting is an elder so that there's a background check and that kind of stuff. So yeah, really cool things happening with the colonies. Uh, we got a lot of new people coming in and uh, still working on uh, the community side. If you haven't gone to LARPcraft.com, there's actually a community page and that's different than any of the tracking systems. Like people in the scrolls that are in myths and legends, they're kind of confused. They're like, okay, I'm going to go to the community. I'm going to check this thing out. And then they try to log in and they're like, well, my logging credentials don't work. Well, yeah. Um, sorry about that. The program for the community is different than that of the tracking system. So they don't connect. And the idea was with the LARPcraft community, it actually offers more flexibility, if you will. So if you log in, you make a free account, whatever. And I'm going to have it where Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, blah, I don't know, bunch, anything of the social media networks, you can log in with those. That'll be fine. But the LARPcraft community is not a player account. It's a person account. And then in that, when you sign up, you'll see where you can actually put in your characters and what systems they're in. That way, it's one account for you as a player that connects all of your smaller accounts for everything else. And that's going to help colonies as well see those players and and get to get an idea of like who's going to be at what games and such. So really neat stuff. Uploading pictures, sharing videos. You can join groups like all the colonies have their own groups. The crafting sessions have their own groups. Uh, there's a LARPcraft main group that I recommend you join because that's where the updates are. Friend your peoples and, you know, it's it's like Facebook or any of the other social media networks, but it's just for LARPcraft. It's just for LARP. And we try to keep all the topics on LARP-related topics so you don't get a lot of furry bunnies and puppies and kittens and all that stuff that you'd see on other social media networks. It's all pretty much LARP-related. Now, we could see puppies and flounders and things like that if they're in armor or if it's related to something that's related to LARP. But other than that, you're probably going to be um, seeing just LARP stuff which is really great. So LARPcraft slash community. If you go to LARPcraft and you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the little menu item for community. Click it, join it. That's where most of this stuff is going to be transferred over from. Right now it's on the scrolls. And we don't want to put everything on the scrolls. We actually want to do the, um, you know, things for stuff. Okay, I was just checking some audio levels there. I was like, oh my gosh, they're peeking in the red. I got a new microphone here and wasn't quite sure if it was going to sound good. Ronan and I have done that where we've recorded entire episodes where things just don't sound right or don't look right. Or the camera was off or the battery goes dead or the card fills, something of that nature. So yeah, we've actually had to record some of these like two or three times because things weren't working. So that's a total bummer. But anyway, I kind of digress a little bit there. 
So, yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Teslavich of the East Coast Podcast Network. He has recently lost his, uh, smashed his phone. He does a lot of recordings for his LARP project uh, podcast on his phone and that kind of stuff. So, totally sad, Panda. He is out, and uh, I feel for you, bro. We're there for you, but hopefully you can still record and do stuff. East Coast Podcast Network. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. And also the LARP Project. He does a great show, great personality, super cool dude. They play mostly, he plays in the Seventh Kingdom. There is a LARPcraft con in nearby. I would like to see if he would get in, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The um, next subject I wanted to talk about, we're getting back into doing like elder meetings and such for... Uh, some of the elders, we got new elders coming in. We got a lot of new people coming in. So we're trying to create a base, a place for things to be talked about for new players to ask questions. We do a fairly good job on the scrolls through myths and legends, but now the other game systems are coming up. So we're trying to create uh, topics in the LARP community that will help players, you know, find the right information. And it has to be readily available. So we're going to experiment with a few things that way. Still don't have the new LARP map up where I've been such a fail when it comes to that. Uh, I do apologize. We've been working really hard on products and trying to get the website stuff up. we got the store running now. That works really good. Um, people are getting their uh, blades and that kind of stuff up there and Talking about getting the first uh, artisan vendors up. That's a LARP market on LARPcraft. And that is going to allow folks to put up their own wares that they make. There'll also be a buy, sell, and trade section. You can actually do that right now in the community. There's already a LARP buy, sell, trade. So you can actually list the stuff that maybe you want to get rid of some stuff or you know, you're looking for not new. And there's a place for that now. Because that was pretty popular in the scrolls, and now it just links over to the new LARPcraft community. The store will be featuring a lot of new stuff, both from the LARPcraft uh, as a whole, and also dealers and artisans. And we were trying to, Ufnar and I were talking about this this week. How do we set up dealers when possibly dealers are going to sell the same things? And what we're going to do is, if they're going to have a dealer store, what we decided... I run stuff by just about everybody. I usually don't make decisions on my own anymore because that usually turns out bad. So the, you know, Ufnar and I were talking and, and what I was trying to get was, okay, how do we sell the same blade? Okay. You can list it on the LARP market as a dealer if you physically stock it. Because some dealers are going to stock some products. They're not usually going to carry an entire product line for one of the manufacturers. And then this way, it also guarantees that the person buying it is going to be able to get it in a short amount of time. There's nothing worse than buying something online and you got a game the weekend of and you buy it like on a Tuesday or Thursday or something of that nature and you have no way to get it to you in time because a lot of times procrastination is not your friend, especially with this stuff. So yeah, you want to buy stuff at least a week or two in advance, but some of this stuff isn't even made if you buy them from the manufacturers or uh, we've heard some really bad horror stories with some of the vendors. So we're not going to call them out on it, but there's just, you know, gosh, 
it's shipping is a is a is a pickle, no doubt about it. And we're trying to set our stuff up where we're going to ship internationally as well. Uh, I've been doing online uh, sales since 2002, and mostly in the motorsports markets. But I've gotten fairly decent at shipping stuff all over the world, and that's another thing that when it comes to LARP, it's hard to get stuff from other regions of the world. So from the LARP market standpoint, we're trying to we're trying to alleviate that if we can. Now, not every vendor is going to be able to ship worldwide because it does take quite a bit of knowledge on how that works. And there's nothing worse than spending $40 to ship something somewhere that's in Timbuktu and then getting it returned because it didn't have the right custom forms or whatever. So not cool, but I'll try to help them out as much as I can. On the product side for live action products, which is our uh, manufacturing company, that I'm running here. We do have the, the new uh, stuff happening for the arrowheads. We got uh, the throwing star. We have the new spell orbs. A um, couple of uh, folks have ordered quite a bit of the potion bottles and that sort of stuff. And we're working on holsters for those potion bottles as well. Uh, the arrowheads are a big one. They've been redesigned. They're sexy. There's just no other way to put it. They're, they're just the perfect weight, the perfect size. They, they're they right at the tolerance for LARPcraft game systems of 2.75 inches across, which is what the community group voted on. Um, and it was the minimum rec, 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 um, the minimum width of a arrow that was recommended by one of the optometrists that we, that we have here. So we go by... You know, we want to keep everybody safe and that sort of thing. So, yeah, arrows are coming out. Lots of stuff happening. Liveactionproducts.com, that website's going up. It's kind of tough running two stores, but um, and it's, they're two totally different programs. They're two different set. I mean, it's, you know, Live Action Products is set up to take dealers and, you know, colonies can can sell product. And, you know, we want our products everywhere. We want big box stores to have them eventually. We want all that stuff to, you know, we want to promote LARP as much as possible. And through products, that's like the number one way to get people into this thing, I think. Anyway, it'd be really cool if we could like, you know, throw a little snippet about LARP in each package that we sell and have it at a big box store and just, you know, get to thousands and thousands and thousands more people than what we couldn't do before they buy it because oh they want the product that looks cool but then oh this could be used what is larp you know and so we're going to try that avenue and see if we can't get more players into our games and everybody else's games because you know we really want more people in, in, in the industry so that's one of the ways to do it and then you know live action products does support larp craft it is the 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 branch of the company that is the for-profit side that really should be the strong home of what we're doing so that way we don't have to require memberships and we don't have to have crazy sanctioning fees and all that other stuff because we're doing it on performance base if we make good products and people buy those products then the company will sustain itself and we don't need crowdfunders again i'm not against crowdfunding but a lot of the crowdfunders that i see for larp they are just they're like begging for money and i don't agree with that because LARPers are having, you know, they have a hard enough time the way it is. I mean, some of the projects are really good. Don't get me wrong. I've supported a number of products, but some of them are just like, oh, really? Another one? So I don't know. But 
I'm, I'm not here to diss anybody. I'm just trying to, you know, if you're going to make a crowdsource funding thing, you have to make it really good and it has to be good for everybody. So that's, that's just my take on it, but I'm kind of salty on crowdsource funding. Um, I don't know. Maybe my attitude will change in the future. We'll see. Taking a little break there. Coming back from break. Yeah. Had to check the microphone levels. They were getting a little high. I apologize. Got a little loud. Can't apologize. Have to calm down and talk normal. But Lark gets me so excited. The people, the energy that everybody brings to the table. Awesome. And, you know, it's just hard to contain yourself after such things happen. Once again, this is the uh, LARPcast for LARPcraft. And uh, we'd like to thank you for for listening. I'm going to cut it a little bit short this week because we don't have any special guests. I didn't have anything for the product reviews because next week we're going to have all of our stuff ready for some of that stuff. I do have some Palantoki products yet to showcase and some interesting news from some other folks who are giving us discounts now as members. And those are going to be listed on LARPcraft.com and the rest of the stuff. So, yeah, you know, hit up LARPcraft.com, make a free, free community profile before you get into any of the tracking systems. And uh, the tracking systems are up. Um, oh, another thing I didn't mention, the Risen. Uh, Will and I, or Ronan and I, are going to be uh, hashing out the last details for the first draft of the Risen for 2015. And it is going to include the possible, now I'm not saying it's going to be released this year, but we would like to at least get some feedback on it, for the second generation mechanics for LARPcraft, where things are much more streamlined, and that level that's on your character actually means something. Whereas with Myths and Legends, it was only put into place, the the, le- the the level of the character was only put into place to avoid some clowns coming. Okay. <laughs> All right. It just happened. It just happened. What we were talking about earlier, where the record button stopped, that just happened. I don't know why that happened. I did not touch any buttons, but it happened. So... I recorded the whole ending to this, and now it's gone, and I have to redo it, because that's how I roll. I guess. My apologies. So yeah, the second generation mechanics are definitely going to be pretty sweet. Doesn't really change the skills or how everything is done in LARPcraft, because all the game systems are going to be identical in the, you know, how things are done, what types of mechanics are used, that sort of stuff. So that way you could jump from a Risen game to a Mist game to a you know Galactic game or Wild West game, and you'll be able to just BS your way through it because you know the mechanics. The the, the groundwork is already laid, and then you just got to figure out the story and then the specifics. Obviously, some don't have guns and that kind of stuff. Some do. Futuristic stuff is going to be a little bit different, but generally speaking, it's going to be fairly the same. So... We're going to take her from there, end it down, and um, yeah, if you have any questions, please post them on LARPcraft.com in the community section, LARPcast.com, which is also part of the community section on LARPcraft. Join us on iTunes when we get our stuff up there yet. 
had some conflicts with the current way URLs are set. So I'm still working with that with iTunes. But you can also catch us on the East Coast Podcast Network on Tuesdays. And uh, don't miss the LARP Project and uh, the East Coast Podcast Network. Those guys rock. And we will talk to you later. Game on. See you in the field.